Now, why this is an issue is because you think in order to get that end result that you need to take what somebody else is doing, the expression that somebody else is projecting to the world, and you need to be that person in order to get that result. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of Becoming the Coolest Person I Know. In this episode, I wanted to talk about shifting your identity, reinventing yourself, rebranding yourself, if you will, because this is something that so many people ask advice from me on because I am somewhat of a queen of evolution. If you've been following me for some time, you will have seen through my Instagram or even here on YouTube or on my podcast that I have evolved not necessarily as a human being. My personality doesn't evolve that much, which I will get into later, but how I present myself to the world, how I brand myself, who I'm choosing to be, the character that I'm choosing to play has evolved. Honestly, I feel like it's like every single six months or so. I mean, I've definitely done it more regularly lately, but the way that I show up, the way that I live my life, I allow myself to evolve and shift and change as often as I feel necessary for me to live the most extraordinary life I can live. And because so many people have witnessed me evolving so many times, I often get people asking my advice on this, which makes me feel like this is something that a lot of people desire to do. Honestly, I used to actually feel really ashamed, not ashamed, ashamed is probably not the right word, but I used to feel really bad about the fact that I was evolving and shifting and changing so much because just like maybe many of you, I felt like it made me look like I was inconsistent, not untrustworthy, but just like I had no idea what I was doing with my life. As a matter of fact, you know, one year I had a lady send me an email I'm not even joking. This was like the longest email ever, basically saying, I think there's something wrong with you. You seem to change your mind a lot. You seem to change your style a lot. Basically trying to psychoanalyze me. This person was not a therapist, by the way, but basically trying to psychoanalyze me. And it's just things like that, like instances like that for such a long time. I was like, maybe there is something wrong with me. And yet I never really chose to stop the behavior. I never really chose to be like, you know what, let me just choose one aesthetic. Let me choose one personality. Let me choose one style and stick to that forever. I allowed myself to continue to evolve. And it was only really this year, last year probably, that I made full peace with that. I posted on my Instagram stories that, you know what, my brand is change. My brand is evolution. And the second that I started really accepting that within myself, so many people came out and complimented me on it, asked for my advice on how they can do that for themselves. And so that's what I really wanted to get into in today's episode. Not just like your typical, you know, I did a little bit of research before like filming this because I wanted to see what does everyone else talk about when they talk about like identity shifting, self-concept, rebranding yourself, shifting your style. And so much of it is for the purpose of manifestation. And don't get me wrong, like there is a big manifestation element that comes into this, but so many people think that shifting and evolving your identity is a practice of manifestation. It's a tool that you can use that act as if. If you are some type of person, if you fit into one category, but you desire to have different results, then you need to change who you are. And whilst absolutely this can be powerful, 
To me, the issue with this is that it's not driven by desire. It's not driven by desire to change and evolve and experience different things. It's driven by the desire to achieve an end result. Now, why this is an issue is because you think in order to get that end result that you need to take what somebody else is doing, the expression that somebody else is projecting to the world, and you need to be that person in order to get that result. I know that sounds confusing, but here's an example. One thing that for ages for me tripped me up with identity and self-concept and acting as if and all the things we're going to talk about today is money. And I've got to record a whole entire episode of money because I think I finally figured it out for myself. Anyway, as someone who is not a money expert nor a manifestation expert, I think I've cracked the code or for me anyway. And I want to share that in a different episode. But, you know, money and wealth for such a long time was something that I wanted to achieve. I mean, we all want to achieve it. Even when you have it, you want more. It's just kind of the society we live in. And so I, for such a long time, when I was trying to act as if, thought that I needed to present as the limited version of what I knew a wealthy person to be. So changing my identity to become a wealthy person wasn't due to the desire to experience different things. It was because I thought I needed to act a certain way in order to attract wealth. And the way that I thought I needed to act was movie wealth, you know, like country club, rich person, drives fancy cars, buys luxury items, goes on luxury holidays. I now realize that, God damn, there are so many different expressions of wealth. There are so many different ways in which you can be wealthy and express yourself and project yourself to the world that I wasn't actually having fun presenting myself as like your stereotypical wealthy person. And so not only was I not shifting my identity in a way that was driven by desire for me to experience a better life, I also just wasn't attracting wealth because I didn't feel wealthy. I was just basically wearing a costume that was uncomfortable because that's what society and a lot of content on the internet kind of convinced me that I needed to do. And so when we're having conversations about shifting your identity today here in this episode, it isn't necessarily because you need to take the stereotype of a goal that you want to achieve and convince yourself that you need to become that person. What I want to talk about today is fully allowing yourself to be led by desire, allowing yourself to be inspired by something and to pull on that thread, allowing yourself to want to experiment, allowing yourself to embrace being a novice, being a beginner and just trying new things just because purely you want to have that experience within your life. Because That is really what has allowed me to evolve because I have broken down so much of the construct that I need to define myself and I need to be consistent with that definition of myself. And I truly have just allowed myself through spontaneity and excitement and curiosity, just experience all the magic that life has to offer. Here's my philosophy in a nutshell. Like, I know, I don't want to, I've talked about this this on the internet before and some people have been like, oh my God, that just made it worse. You put so much pressure on me, but like life is short. Like I think it's short. I know there's so much out there that's trying to expand our life, but to me, life is short. And there is so many different facets of life that I would love to experience that almost require me to be a different character 
in order to fully embrace those facets of life. And whilst I love to experience lots of different characters simultaneously, I also love to allow myself to evolve as the years go by and to play different roles by experiencing different things. Here's the biggest issue that I see, and I feel as though this impacts those identifying as women more than it does men, just because of social media and the pressure, not, not even just social media, but the, the media in general. Like the media has always put more pressure on women to define themselves, to define themselves as a certain type of female, to define themselves as a certain type of style, to define themselves at different points in their life. Like the pathway for women once upon a time was like you go to school, then you become a wife, then you become a mother. Like that's the identity that was ingrained within women for such a long time. And even though I think we've made a lot of progress to break free from that, obviously now we're girl bosses and, you know, we're homestead makers. Like we are definitely expanding out of that. Social media still to this day, there is such a big conversation about how actually all of these things are wrong. It's wrong to be a girl boss because you're going to end up being lonely and depressed and have cats when you're older if you don't settle down and find a man when you're in your 20s. That is literally some of the male podcasts that are out there. Like women who build a career in their 20s are going to be lonely in their 30s and 40s and ends up with cats. But yet you're not contributing to society. You're not having impact if you choose to stay home like with your children. And so not only are we almost being forced to define ourselves by some type of aesthetic or to by some type type of person, all of those are also an incorrect choice. No matter what we do, we can't win. I'm sure we've all seen the America Ferreira uh, if you've seen the Barbie movie, the little segment that she had where she was basically talking about how difficult it is to be a woman, I think that such a, plays such a big role in how difficult it is to define ourselves because it is. Like we're wrong for being a girly girl. We're wrong for being a tomboy. Like no matter what you choose, you lose. And yet there is still such a, a pressure that we put on ourselves to choose you know, specifically for young women, I don't know. I mean, let's let's start a conversation in the comments because I, I don't really know, and this is something I want to think about a lot more. But like, I when I was a teenager, I didn't I didn't really use social media. You know, I didn't I didn't when I was in my clubbing phase when I was like 18, 19 years old. I, I'm so glad. I'm so glad there was no social media back then. But you know, right from the age of 12, women are essentially being told to to define who they are, to choose who they are. And I think the way that this shows up specifically for young women is through the ever-changing aesthetics that happens specifically on TikTok through Pinterest, you know, whether it be, whether it is become that girl, whether it is be a clean girl. Now, apparently it's be a mob wife. I don't know who would want to do that because anyway, that's a story for another day. I had a friend whose dad was in the mob. And trust me, you do not want to be involved in those families. My heart goes out to anyone who is because it's not very trendy, let me put it that way. But anyway, um, by defining us ourselves through style and routines and rituals and everything we have to buy in order to be that style, right? And so we are told that we have to choose that aesthetic and stick to it, and yet it's always changing. It's just, as you can see here, it's a mess. It is a huge mess. And 
Where I think I have excelled in my evolution, and this isn't something that has just been like, even though I've accepted it, it's something that has been with me my entire life, is that I, again, allow my curiosity to drive who I desire to be more than I allow society to tell me who I need to be. And I think that really is the biggest distinguisher or the thing that I've been able to achieve almost subconsciously throughout the years, even though, again, like I said, I've definitely had guilt or felt bad about it or worried that I might be seen as inconsistent. What is actually happening here, why I can evolve so radically and authentically and so often without it seeming weird is because I truly am someone who allows myself to just be led by curiosity and desire more so than I'm led by society standards. Now, don't get me wrong. I do want to mention here that there have been many, many, many times in my life where this hasn't been the case, where I absolutely have allowed who I think I need to be to take the driver's seat. For example, I've talked about this a lot, but when I started my business, when I first started my business and the examples of women that I was inspired by was Marie Forleo, Amy Porterfield, I absolutely thought at that particular period of time that as an entrepreneur, this didn't necessarily leak into all areas of my life, but as an entrepreneur, I needed to show up and be professional. I needed to show up and be serious, not swear. Like I needed to, you know, even those women, they talked a lot about like authenticity, but it was almost like performative authenticity. It wasn't, it wasn't the authenticity that we see like on TikTok, for example, these days, it was like almost strategic authenticity. And I'm not trying to bring them down. I'm just saying it's a very different relatability and authenticity to what we see today. And that was just the time. This was 2017. Like there wasn't TikTok. There wasn't anyone who was sitting in bed, like just chatting shit and then building a million dollar business off the back of that. And so I definitely have experienced times within my journey where I have thought that in order to play a certain role, I needed to be a certain character. But the problem is every single time this has happened, every single time I've allowed myself to be pressured by the people around me, by society, by the internet, it has led me to feeling so frustrated, anxious, sometimes even a little depressed. I talked about this in my most recent episodes when I was talking about prior to my long-term relationship ending and, you know, just playing that role of you buy the house, you know, you get engaged, all of that stuff. So I have always felt a lot of frustration, a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncomfortableness when I've allowed myself to be influenced and not allowed myself to be truly driven by desire. And because for me, the experience of frustration and anxiety was so strong, it wasn't long before I really desired something else. And that's what that when the curiosity and excitement and spontaneity has kicked in. So just in summary, like if you are someone who is really, really feeling like you have almost caged yourself in, or you're feeling the pressure that if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to be like this. If you want to be a content creator, you have to be like this. You have to have your style consistent. You have to be a consistent, within a consistent niche, a consistent type of person. If you're someone who is just feeling so confined, this is going to really be the episode to you because what I'm going to do is I'm 
I'm going to break down my process. I'm going to break down my process of what I specifically do to allow myself to evolve so naturally and so authentically so that I can just experience all the deliciousness that life has to offer. So that's just a little history lesson. It's not even a history lesson, but like a summary of like why I believe we're in the space that we're in. I do definitely feel like it's something that women struggle with. More than men, let's talk about it. I know men versus women is such a big like controversy almost at this particular point in time. I don't know why, but like there's definitely just been like a resurgence of rhetoric around the internet when it comes to the conversation of like men versus women and the the choices that women make. Um, Which brings me to my first point. In order to evolve authentically, in order to evolve naturally, the one thing, and I know this feels like basic advice when it comes to anything in life, really. The one thing that you have to do is that you have to stop valuing the opinions of others above the desires that you have within. Most people won't evolve. Most people won't reinvent themselves or choose to change their life because they are worried about other people's projections, because they are worried about what other people are going to say. You might be worried that people are going to think you're inconsistent, that you're some kind of weird, eclectic, no hoper who has no direction in life. They might think that you're unreliable because you can't stick to something. You might even be worried that people might think that you are lazy or that there's something wrong with you. I want to talk about this as an example because obviously it's something close to my heart and I know for a fact that this is something that so many people, women specifically, struggle with. But you know, say a woman in her late 20s or 30s has been in a long-term relationship and desires to leave. Many women will not leave that relationship because they are worried about what other people are going to say about them, that they're a quitter, that they're going to end up alone. They are so worried about the judgment from other people that they will choose to stay with someone, they will choose to settle with someone that doesn't, they don't love or doesn't bring them joy. It might not be the other person's fault. It might be the other person's fault, but it might not be. But just someone where they have just fallen out of love with because they are so worried that women will spend years, decades, even a lifetime in a relationship that isn't truly from their own desires because of that influence that we've been talking about, because of that fear of judgment. That is a life, like, I'm going to get emotional here because honestly, like, I I did make that decision to leave a relationship and it has completely, completely transformed my life. But I know so many women don't. I know many women don't have the luxury to be able to due to financial constraints. But many women don't leave relationships and literally spend their life with someone who doesn't bring them the joy that they deserve and are worthy of because they are so afraid of the judgment of their family, peers, and even of their spouse. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine spending your entire life? And that's a really dramatic example. There are so many other examples. Many people will not try a new sport or a new hobby because they are so worried about being judged at either being a beginner or even just the fact of them trying the hobby. You know, like, oh my God, you're a woman in your 30s and you're starting martial arts or you want to skateboard or learn to surf. Yes, bitch. Cher learned to surf when she was 
60, okay? By the way, I'm so inspired by Cher. Oh my God, can we just like, can we just put our hands up for Cher right now? Because she, she truly is the revolution of this reinvention. <laughs> I think that's where a lot of my inspiration comes from, to be honest. So much so that I'm actually naming my new car Cher, Cher Bear to be exact. But anyway, side note, side quest. But many women will not try a new style, specifically not a style that, let's say, is a little out there. You know, maybe you've been wearing neutrals for the past year and a half because that's what was popular and Kim Kardashian told you you had to. And now all of a sudden you're like, well, all the Gen Zers are, you know, loving their freaking purple. Maybe I want to try that, but I can't because I'm going to see be seen as mutton dressed as lamb. Lamb? Is that what I say? Mutton dressed as lamb? Is that what they say? You know, whatever. Or I'm trying too hard or the style doesn't suit me, I'm too old, you know, or even some people won't even change their makeup, the way they do their makeup, because they're worried that people are going to judgment. It's just like, we're so afraid of people's reactions. We're so afraid of the, oh my God, this isn't you, little interaction that we might have, that awkward interaction that we might have with someone. If you want to live a life that is super authentic, where you allow yourself the time and space to evolve and try new things and potentially find the life and the combination of passions, hobbies, and interests that is so, so desirable to you, you have to go on this this season, you have to go through this process of experimentation and with that will come judgment. I'm not saying that the judgment isn't going to happen because I know a lot of personal development advice is like people aren't actually judging you. You will witness people projecting on you, judging on you, maybe not even from a negative space, but just more of a curiosity space. Like, oh, why are you wearing so much pink right now? Like, that's so not you. Someone literally said that to me recently. And you've just got to allow that stuff to like roll off your back. Here's the thing. I've been really fortunate in my life. And I know this isn't everyone's situation, but maybe like I can just tell you how being so fortunate has allowed me to build an ecosystem around me that supports my evolution. But a lot of where my desire to change so much comes from is actually my mom. So I don't know why she did this. Like there's no real rhyme or reason to it. But my mom like allowed my brother and I to basically do every single sport, like extracurricular activity, if you want to call it that, that we desired to do so. And the thing that I think such a big part of where this comes from, and again, I understand my, my cultural privilege in this for one, but also just my individual privilege because my mom chose to do this, is my mom let me quit everything like everything. So as a child, I did basketball, netball, acting, singing, dancing, lacrosse, tennis, swimming, as well as some probably other things that I'm not, piano, guitar. I did so many things and some of them for a very short period of time. My parents never pressured me to necessarily stick to anything, but yet supported me in my curiosity and in my desire to shift. Now, of course, I did stick to some things. Like, for example, I did basketball for 10 years and I did dancing for about the same amount of time. So there were definitely things I was like consistent with, but I was allowed to experiment and try and quit and change my mind. And I think that's such a big part of why I feel so comfortable to do it as an adult. Now, the advice that I have for that is as an adult, as you want to maybe change your style, change the way you project yourself to the world, change your interests, passions, hobbies, the things that you're doing, the character you're playing you have to have supportive people around you. You know, the people that, I mean, they sure, they might still make comments. Like even my partner, Tegan, he's the most supportive person in my life. Sometimes he'll still be like, oh, that's a different outfit. But taking those comments, 
different to the projections and judgments that should sway or change your mind. But most importantly, just having that supportive network of people around you, the people who just know that you're going to shift and evolve and change and they love you for you because of who you are on the inside. True friends, true uh, partners, spouses, you know, we can't always choose our family, so that's a different story. <laughs> Sometimes family, you just got to like ignore them, you know what I mean? But like the people that you get to choose to have in your life, you can choose to find people that are going to support you through every single chapter and season, no matter how much you evolve and change, because it is all about who you are on the inside. Which brings me to my second thing. One thing you've got to understand when we're having this conversation of rebranding, reinventing, changing, experimenting is that there are two things that make up your identity. Let's call them your inner identity and your outer identity. Your inner identity is your innate personality, your true personality. And whilst it absolutely evolves over time, who you are on the inside, how you see the world doesn't actually change that much. The other thing that isn't going to change that much is your value system. Before you go and try to reinvent yourself, you have to have a strong foundation. For me, shifting and evolving and changing through different characters and expressions of myself, the one thing that very rarely changes is how I see the world and what I value within the world. I deeply, deeply value connection. That is my number one value, fun, freedom, these are the things that no matter how I present myself, no matter what season of experimentation in, whether I'm in my Muay Thai era and motorbike era, or whether I'm in my high style fashion era, I don't know, whatever, you know what I mean? Like just, we'll call them eras, the eras too is barren. But whatever era I'm in, the thing that doesn't change is who I truly am on the inside. Because that is really where we see people who are out of integrity. You know, when people judge people for changing, it's quite often not because they freaking decided to try a new sport or wear a different outfit. Like that will get comments for sure. But where we see there being an issue with people changing is when something influences a value shift. For example, if you know somebody who is, and this is going to be maybe just put a little trigger warning here um, because I'm going to talk about some sensitive subjects, but you know, maybe some people who are really, really kind-hearted and loving and caring and then something happens in their life, like maybe a drug addiction, maybe a financial situation, more or less money coming in, maybe any any kind of addiction, right? But there's like some kind of influence that happens and all of a sudden their values change. That is when like that identity shift may not have been a positive thing. Well, of course, any of those things aren't going to be a positive experience, but let's say somebody makes a shit ton more money because that can be perceived, be perceived as positive or negative, but makes a shit ton more money. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know, cutting off all the people that supported them on their journey and they're uh, involving themselves in scenarios that aren't supportive to their mental health and and it just changes a human being. Like that's the identity shift that I think people are so afraid of being judged for, but that's an internal, that's an inner identity shift. And many times this can be a negative experience, not only for the person experiencing it, but for the people around. 
that's not what we're talking about here. We are not talking about shifting and changing your personality, your values, the way in which you relate and connect to people, what's important to you. Truly, if you had nothing, if you had no money, no style, no fashion, no, like what's important to you on the inside, that doesn't actually change. It will evolve as you get older and experience different seasons of life. Like I'm sure someone in their 20s doesn't have the same exact values as someone who is now in their 40s and has kids and stuff. But for the most part, there is some kind of foundation there. People who we maybe perceive to negatively shift and change are the people who get so influenced by an environment in which they're in that they become an entirely different person. Like, unfortunately, I know people that work with like mentors, for example, online business mentors. And prior to working with someone, they were one person. And after, they were an entirely different person. They act differently. They value things differently. And that's where you don't have a strong internal identity. You don't have a strong sense of self. You haven't done the work to get to know yourself and to know what's important to you. Which, by the way, just a little plug here, you know, all of these videos are sponsored by, they're not even sponsored by, I'm just going to mention it, but I have my BTC pick, my Becoming the Coolest Person I Know toolkit, which is a mini course and a notion template designed to help you not only reprogram your mind for success, but also designed to help you get to know yourself, to allow you to establish your inner identity well, you can also evolve and become cool, become the coolest person you know by experiencing all of this other stuff. So if you did want to have a look at that, the BTC pick notion template and mini course, I'll leave a link below. You can check that out. But getting to know yourself as who you are on the inside is incredibly, incredibly important. What we are speaking about here in this video and what people have come to advice and ask me for about is evolving the external identity. And that's just the way that you present yourself to the world. Your aesthetic, if you will, if you want to call it that or whatever, you know, the, the vibe of your life and the character that you're playing and things that you're interested in, the clothes that you wear and all of that. And honestly, that can shift and evolve and change Honestly, as often as you want to freaking change your underwear, <laughs> like if you really want to, it's kind of exhausting and it probably costs way too much money to change your style that often, but you're allowed to evolve and shift and change your external as much as you desire to do so because it doesn't change who you are on the inside. So don't be afraid, don't confuse those two things and don't be afraid to change your external, to change your shell, to change the way you present to the world and confuse that as being inconsistent as a human being because it's absolutely not. So I know that maybe final question that might be on your mind is like, yeah, but how do I actually do it? Like I get the, the mindset behind it and the resilience that is required, but what do I actually do? Like, how do I actually evolve? Let me break it down for you really simply. It is all about desire. Desire versus influence. Now, I know, and trust me, I've thought a lot about this. Like, I know this can be an extremely confusing topic. How do I know when I'm being influenced versus something that is truly from my intuition or that is truly a desire? Because we are inundated with influence every single day, not just from what we see on social media, but people we interact with on a day-to-day -day basis, people we see in the street, things we see in the stores. Like, oh my God, the amount of stimulus that comes our way every single day, defining and telling us who we should be and what we should buy, it is, it's just, it's mind boggling if you really thought about it. They say that you have like 
65,000 thoughts a day, a big portion of those are on repeat. But you've got to imagine how much of that is because of the input of external stimulus. It's a matter of, again, this is why the BTC Pick Toolkit is so helpful, getting to know yourself. The more you get to know yourself, the more that you are able to experiment with following a desire and through that experimentation, establish whether something was truly because you wanted it or because it was influence. Of course, influence is going to impact desire, but there's a difference between something that you desire and something that you are influenced by and you think you should do because of how it's going to help you to interact with the world. Like for example, when I said before, I thought I needed to be more professional to be taken seriously as an entrepreneur. Of course, at the time, I was like, oh, I want to wear blazers and like speak more professionally. You just need to allow yourself to go through the process of that experimentation. You need to allow yourself to sometimes try something. And if it leads to a sense of restriction and frustration, maybe it came from a should have rather than a desire to. And that's okay. That comes with the process of being a human being and just evolving throughout life. And sometimes you'll try things and maybe you'll get to the point where you like, you know what, I'm really just not that interested in this. And sometimes you'll try things and you're like, I love this. This is amazing. And then three months later, you're not going to love it. It's all about just following curiosity with bravery and courage to, again, overcome the fear of judgment, overcome what other people might think. And look, I just want to, I want to touch on the, the point here of, I understand when I'm talking about evolving myself, a few things that really make up these evolutions are hobbies, interests, passions, and style, as well as business endeavors. I fully understand that not everybody has the privilege to change their wardrobe as often as I do, or to try new hobbies as often as I do, you know, go buy freaking DJ decks just because one day you're going to be Peggy Goo. But the thing is, it may just be about dipping your toes in, you know, where maybe you want to wear a little bit more color. And so you go to a thrift store and you just buy a few items. It's not about doing a complete life overhaul every single time you want to play a new character or be a new person, but it is just about allowing yourself to experiment with these things. Experimentation and curiosity honestly is the key to successful evolution and to successful identity shifting. Because I know, I know right now there are so many of you who have the desire to try something different, who have the desire to be someone else, but that lives in the back of your mind as a desire rather than something that you give yourself permission to experiment with. When you allow yourself to experiment, that's when you evolve. That's when you shift and that's when you change. And some things will stick and many things won't. And that's just as okay as well. Once you've overcome that fear of being seen as inconsistent, it doesn't matter. You know, I started experimenting with wanting to wear blue coming out of my neutrals era. And honestly, Two weeks into it, I was like, I don't like this. And so I changed and evolved and shifted again. So it's all about having that courage and having that resilience, 
to follow curiosity, that is truly just the key to self-reinvention. It is not about playing a certain character that society expects you to be to achieve a goal. And I know that's what a lot of people think when they think about reinventing yourself. I'm going to be a boss ass CEO. I'm going to start a business. And so I've got to start acting as if, how do you know how to act as if all you know is by influence. All you know is by watching other people that doesn't come from desire that comes from who you think you should be to achieve a specific goal. You can still go out and take whatever action that you desire to take, whether that be becoming a content creator, whether that be starting an online business, whether whether that be experimenting with different relationship structures, whether that be trying new hobbies and interests and passions without having to play the stereotypical role of that thing. And so fully follow that desire, desire to be who you want to be, show up in the world how you want to show up, just experimenting. And you know what it's going to eventually lead to? It's going to eventually lead to, for any little particular chapter of your life, your own totally, totally unique perspective and presentation of what it means to be human. The combination of your experimentations is what is going to allow you to be the most authentic and unique human being that you can possibly be. All right. That is it for me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Definitely. I know we spoke about a lot of things and I definitely want to hear your thoughts on this. I want to hear, maybe you're struggling with things when it comes to evolution. If you ask me questions in the comments, that might be a really good way for me to create consistent conversations amongst these episodes. So please do share with me in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to it as a podcast episode, then just send me a message on Instagram. Honestly, I love creating responsive content. I can talk out of my ass all day long. Absolutely. But Responding to what you're actually experiencing and what you're actually going through is something that I truly, truly enjoy to do. So this topic of reinvention and of defining your life and having the courage to live like authentically to yourself is obviously the underlying theme to this whole entire show. And so, yeah, just let me know where you're struggling and I will absolutely help you out. I really appreciate you hanging out with me today on my new set as well. I'm not just sitting in front of a freaking plain ass pink background. I'm in my new set. I'm in my new studio. And so I hope you enjoyed the vibes just as much as you enjoyed the conversation. And I will see you in the next episode.